Hello, friends. My name is Tessie, and I want to tell you my story about how I made the biggest mistake of my life. I decided to travel by plane as a free rider. You'll soon find out how I did it and what price I had to pay. Perhaps it all started when I was born. Well, every story begins with the birth of its character, doesn't it? But in my case, when I was born, my mother got both a daughter and an aerophobia. That is, the fear of taking flights. How are these two facts related, you may ask? The thing is that I was born in an airplane cabin. That's right, I'm the lucky one. One in a hundred thousand who couldn't wait to see the world, even at the flight height. Well, I hurried, it happens. So the sudden and unusual way I was born made an indelible impression on my mother. Since then, the planes began to trigger horror and panic in her. Actually, she never took a flight after that, and even forbade me and my dad to use air transport. Do you want to go anywhere? Okay, get in the car and go, is the motto of our family. When I was a child, I thought that it was fine, and flights were for idiots. Later, I realized that it wasn't fine at all. My friends and classmates boasted of their travels around the country and all over the world. It takes an hour to get somewhere a thousand kilometers away from home. That's freaking awesome. It took our family about a day to cover the same distance, let alone long-distance travels, because every time the road turned into hell on earth for my family. Eventually, I started hating all those trips— and stopped participating in them. I told my parents, okay, you can go wherever you want, but without me. Fortunately, my parents understood and no longer insisted on long trips. Who would have thought that soon I would ask my parents to take me to a music festival 2,000 kilometers away from home? But my mother harshly said that since I refused to participate in family travels, they wouldn't support me and there would be no festival for me. I couldn't just come to terms with their refusal. Many of my friends and classmates would be there. Was there something wrong with me? Anyway, I deserved that trip. I studied well at school. I advanced forward in music. There was every reason to please me, and my parents simply wouldn't do it. Then I asked my mother to buy me a plane ticket so that I would fly to the festival with a group from the class headed by the teacher but I had no luck here as well. Mom told me that I shouldn't even think about planes, at least until I come of age. After that, I finally lost my temper, said a bunch of mean things to my parents, and decided to boycott them. I stopped talking to them, hardly ate, and refused to go to school. Either I go to the festival, or you'll see me turn into a bad girl, I said. Anyway, why should I suffer because of my mother's hang-ups? I was young, and I wanted to enjoy my life to the fullest instead of sitting over textbooks and books. It drove me nuts. Unfortunately, my parents didn't meet me halfway, and on the day of the festival, I decided to try to fly to my destination on my own. I had no money, no ticket, and no documents. There was a movie that inspired me to do this, the main character of the movie traveled the world in a wheel well of an aircraft. It worked for him, so it would work for me too. 
The hardest part was getting to the runway and understanding which plane I needed so that I wouldn't end up somewhere in Africa. On the appointed day, I told my parents that I went to school, but I went to the airport instead. Fortunately, there was only one plane of the airline I needed on the airfield, and it was closer than the rest. I climbed over the fence, quickly ran to the wheel well, and climbed inside at once. Well, now I just had to wait for takeoff. It turned out to be even easier than I thought. Why didn't I figure out such a cheap way of traveling before? Soon the plane's engines started up and deafened me. I didn't even think that it was that loud, so I put on my headphones and turned on the music. We started moving in a few minutes, and it seemed very exciting to me. It was almost like a first-class travel. But I wasn't excited for very long, because the plane began to build up speed in a couple of minutes. And since I hadn't flown before, the acceleration speed was an unpleasant surprise for me. I hit my face against the wall, and my nose started bleeding. After that, I was literally pinned to that wall and couldn't pull myself away from it. Moreover, those huge landing gear wheels almost crushed me. Fortunately, it didn't last long. Soon, we began to take off, and I was able to pull myself away from the wall. But now, my back was pinned to another wall, apparently due to the vertical position of the airplane. To tell you the truth, the beginning wasn't very good. If I knew what would happen, I would have sat down differently and taken a pillow, or at least a blanket with me so that I wouldn't hit against the hard walls. I hoped that I would be able to relax at least a little after takeoff, but I was disappointed again. The higher the plane flew, the more I froze. I swear to God, it felt like I was in a freezer. I clattered with my teeth and tried to keep myself warm with my breath. I don't know how long I was in a state like this. Maybe 10 minutes, maybe 15. But then I started having difficulty breathing. It took me a lot of efforts to take a breath. I began to lack oxygen, and I started to panic because of this. At that moment, I realized that my death was inevitable, and I fainted. I came around because someone was slapping me hard in the face. They slapped me so hard that my head was nearly ripped off. It was a flight mechanic who was inspecting the plane after landing. As soon as I opened my eyes, he called for help on the radio, and an ambulance appeared in a minute. I was put on a stretcher and sent to the car, but I felt absolutely nothing. The people around me were frightened and tense, as if they saw a resurrected dead man. Everything was in a fog. It was floating and spinning. I didn't feel my body and didn't really understand who I was and why I was there, but I couldn't ask either. I was taken to the hospital and put into a drug-induced sleep from which I recovered only a week later. At that time, I was able to feel my body to the fullest. Every part of my body hurt. I opened my eyes and started screaming and crying all at once. After that, I was injected with a painkiller. Only then was I able to properly assess the situation. I looked at my hands. One of them was missing two fingers. There was only one toe left on each foot. I asked the nurse what had happened to me. 
and then she invited a doctor to come over. He said that I had been flying in the wheel well of a plane, which wasn't hermetically sealed at all. Therefore, during the climb, I had difficulty breathing and fainted. And because of the very low temperature of about 60 degrees, I got a lot of frostbite, and my fingers had to be amputated. However, the doctor encouraged me and said that I was very lucky to have survived. Chances are nil in such cases, but I survived thanks to my young age, strong body, and bad weather, because of which the plane had to fly very low. He also said that since I was unconscious upon landing, I could have easily fallen down from a height of 500 meters when the landing gear wheels were extended. Only the one who was born under a lucky star would survive, the doctor said. Under a lucky star and a plane, I added. In total, I spent almost a month in intensive care, and only after that I was transferred to a regular ward, where my parents were finally allowed to come. They cried so hard and apologized for the fact that they hadn't kept an eye on me properly. I don't even know which of us was more to blame for the situation, but I'm still very angry with my parents. I understand that I'm wrong, and I was the one who did the thinking here, but I can't help myself. I think that they were too unflinching, and if they were a little more compliant, everything would have turned out differently. Although, perhaps, it's only my emotions. It's been almost a year since the tragedy. I had to learn to live without fingers and walk without toes. I was able to learn this, but I still didn't get used to breathing with half of my lungs. Still, my body was very badly damaged that day, and the consequences of my stupidity will stay with me forever. And most importantly, my mother was still able to achieve her goal. After everything that happened, I will definitely never take a flight in my life. It was my first and last flight, after which I began to fear planes more than anything else. Sometimes I have dreams about flying. I used to like such dreams. Now I wake up in a cold sweat and can no longer fall asleep. I start to panic and nearly faint even when I see a plane in the sky. Who do you think is more to blame for what happened, me or my parents? Give your answers in the comments. And if you enjoyed this story, like it, and be sure to subscribe to our channel in order to not miss new cool animations. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.